OWS fam, OWS nation, my homies, dudes, dudettes, I missed you guys. Hilo is back. OWS is back. We are going to get back into it. We are going to kick the season off with a top-level look at best ball drafts around the, uh, around the industry. Uh, we'll hit on five of the big players, really, uh, where the big money contests are being run. Uh, I've got a good buddy with me. You're going to start seeing a lot more of him around OWS, uh, and that is Pavel. Uh, we did that um, NBA best ball podcast uh, at the mid, right at the, what was it, right at the all-star break, something like that, uh, where DraftKings was running that mid-season best ball tournament. Pablo had great success in that. I had great success in that. Hopefully you all had great success in that as well uh, from that podcast. So that was a lot of fun. And now my good buddy Pablo is back. Before I bring him in, quick look ahead around OWS, what to expect moving forward. During the month of August, going to be an extremely busy month, but we are back and we are going to hit the ground running. You can expect uh, three to four podcasts covering general strategy, covering best ball, covering uh, DFS, all kinds of things um, that we're going to cover on these podcasts. But they are going to be, again, just a, a, a look at training um, and how we grow and how we move forward uh, as fantasy players. You're also going to see articles coming out um, pretty regularly. I don't think a schedule has been put out exactly yet, but you're going to see articles popping up in OWS. And those are going to be from myself, from JM. Um, pretty much everybody at OWS is going to be writing some articles um, for training that are going to be popping up throughout the month as well. You're going to start seeing some new courses hit the marketplace from the man himself, JM, from myself. I know Zandemir has, uh, I think, already finished one and working on another one. So lots of good stuff coming up. You've seen probably through the Twitter account or through, the, through JM's email uh, to all of you that OWS is growing. Uh, again, Pobble is one of those members, so you're going to start seeing a lot more. Um, Jess Majestic uh, from Twitter. You're going to start seeing a lot more of him as well. And him and I uh, gel really well. So excited for him to be on board as well. I know I'm missing a couple, uh, but you're going to start seeing um, a lot more uh, bodies and a lot more content around OWS. That is what I wanted to talk about before bringing in my good buddy, Pavel. How are you doing tonight, man? Oh, I am just dandy. My cat found a lizard in the house, so she is preoccupied, so that's been pretty interesting to watch. Are, and you, just, just, are you just leaving him to do his thing? Literally, she is just, like, locked in. I found the lizard earlier, and I try to, like, throw her at the lizard, and she's, like, not having it, but now she is locked in, so she, she's going to have a fun <laughs> night ahead of her. <laughs> that's awesome. I like how you just, like, bring it to her attention and just let her, let her do her thing. Yeah, and you just mentioned basketball. I'm a big Bulls fan, and I literally just read that Lonzo Ball might be coming to the Bulls. He uh, fucked me before for a lot of money on a stat correction, but it's okay. I love Lonzo Ball. If the Bulls need a point guard, we might make the playoffs, finally. <laughs> I like a lot of, you know, don't want to delve on NBA for too long, but and uh, the Bulls, man, 
a lot of a lot of good young talent there. Yeah. So enough to get excited about for sure. I'm always hyped. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Hype it, baby. I love it. Um, well, cool, man. Uh, so yeah, for this episode, what we're going to do is we're just going to take a look around the industry. We're going to look at the scoring. We're going to break down the rosters. Uh, we're going to look at the overall contest entries, you know, take a look at the top level stuff where you're making decisions on where you want to play, where the good contests are at, you know, how many entries can I, can I max enter this contest for how many total entries are there? What is the overall prize pool? What is first place? All that good stuff, top level to kind of give us a good, you know, foundation, a good groundwork uh, from which to work moving forward as we, as we talk about uh, best ball for the first time uh, on OWS. Uh, so that's what this podcast is going to be all about. Um, we're going to start off with probably the industry leader, um, and which is interesting to say because they, they kind of took this position as the industry leader in best ball almost by default. You know, with the snafu um, that FanDuel kind of has <laughs> brought to the market <laughs> over the last two years. So, uh, and that's Underdog. I know you're all over Underdog, man. Talk a little bit about what uh, what you like, what you dislike, what, what's going on with Underdog. Yeah. So I think, you know, for each site, we'll just start off with like the, the roster structure and, you know, just like ins and outs. So first, you know, they have the... One quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, and it's half PPR. First and foremost, this site is normally the sharpest. The ADP is constantly updating. Um, they have great contests. They had the puppy that filled – it was a $5 contest filled with like a week. They supposedly will have another one coming up soon. They have the $25 uh, million maker. I have like 10 entries left and I'm like trying to like do them one at a time. It's so hard not to do them. And then yeah. they have the big dog, which is like the $250 tournament that I've been holding off because, you know, that adrenaline of doing that big dog would, you know, will hit you. So I'm trying to like stave off that adrenaline rush until a little bit later. Um, but this is normally the sharpest competition, but lately there has been a little bit of a crazy change where wide receivers are just flying off the board and, We'll talk about that, like you said, in a, uh, in a later pod about, you know, how to attack it. But this is my favorite place to play. Um, the app is fantastic. The best user interface, like really enjoyable to draft there. And, you know, the competition is good. If you really want to measure up, if you're a good player, you know, you definitely want to play here. Um, if you want, do you want to touch on the, the format? Yeah, man. yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll jump in there. I completely agree with, uh, with your kind of ideas and thoughts on Underdog. Um, I'm still waiting for <laughs> my ability slash right to play Underdog because it is uh, not yet oh, legal no. in Arizona. Yep, so <laughs> I, uh, I get around a lot of things, but for some reason I can't get around Underdog being in Arizona. That said, Arizona, this past uh, election cycle, passed a bill. We are now full go everything uh, for online gaming. They are just waiting on individual um, licenses to come through uh, to operate in the state. So hopefully it's coming here soon. I'll be able to jump on Underdog. But yeah, that, uh, that site and that app um, is really bar none, uh, one of the best in the industry. You mentioned the, the Millie Maker or what they call the best ball mania. Uh, $25, um, entry. Is that correct? Yep. 
Yeah, $25 entry. You got 150 max entries per participant or per account uh, with that juicy milli dollar uh, prize for first place. It's going to pay out to 25,920 people uh, getting that 1.5x. So a little bit light on the min cash there, but that's kind of goes back to these these high entry very top heavy payout contest, uh, similar to what we're used to in DFS. Um, so overall good contest They're round one, which is where you're playing against everybody else that you drafted with our NFL weeks one through 14 round two being week 15 round three being week 16. And then finally the championship round or round four being week 17. Like I said, round one, you're basically just, it's a best ball format and you are competing against everybody else that you drafted with. So 12 person leagues in round two, they bump it up to 18 uh, person groups, round three, also 18 person groups. And then for round four is the remaining uh, people that advance. Anything else to add with underdog? There's a lot that we can dissect with this, but I want to save a little bit of those thoughts for the end here. Yeah. Obviously, you should pay attention to every draft you're doing, right? Like, that goes without saying. But on underdog, you really want to pay attention to what type of room you're going to have. Because there's going to be some very wide receiver-heavy rooms where you're going to be getting James Conner in, like, the 13th round. And he's going, like, the 9th, 10th, 11th round. Like, it... Every room is different on underdog and you just, like I said, you just need to pay attention and see, you know, what's going to happen because it's bananas. It's over there. Like I said, we'll talk about that later. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about underdog because there's some really, really, really fun strategy elements to that site. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing, you know, we're, we're mostly used to full PPR um, in season long and these national contests a lot of the best ball stuff that you see around the industry is that half PPR. And a lot of it is a three wide receiver requirement for a starting lineup, which underdog does have. Um, and we'll talk about another, a couple of other sites that, uh, you know, try and be differentiators in scoring in roster composition, stuff like that. FFPC launching their best ball product this year, being one of them with the tight end premium only start two wide receivers We'll talk about a little bit of the strategy behind how you navigate and how you um, you manipulate your expected range of outcomes uh, in later pods and really dive into the strategy behind individual um, sites here. Oh, and Hilo, I literally forgot to say something at the beginning because obviously you get like starstruck when you're doing your like second pod, but. <laughs> It's, this is really cool for me because when I was first starting to play best ball and like I got introduced to best ball from you and, you know, our good friend Noah, who is mm-hmm. guy is so good. I can't believe he doesn't play anymore. It's shocking to me. But crypto, baby, living that crypto life. Yeah. But I was actually listening to your and Todd's pods on this site. Like, I remember you touting Kenyon Drake when he was on the Dolphins. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's the best. I love Kenyon Drake. <laughs> so it's kind of cool to be here you know, discussing best ball when I, you know, started best ball from you. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool, man. That's awesome. And that's kind of a, an homage to the OWS fam and, and growing from within and kind yeah. of what we're about here. So that's, that's really cool. Cool. So yeah, let's move on to the next site. What do you got? 
Yeah, next site, obviously, probably the industry leader in all things fantasy, but they, they too, just launched their best ball product. Um, this will be their year two, and that's DraftKings. Oh, all right, so DraftKings. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, DraftKings, where they are going to be differentiators with their um, scoring, their rosters, there are also three wide receiver, one quarterback, two running back, three wide receiver, one tight end, one flex, and 12 bench to bring your total roster up to 20 players. So your drafts are going to be 20-round drafts. Yeah. Again, a little bit of strategy elements going into um, how deep is the bench, all that good stuff that we're going to cover here shortly. The other big differentiator with DraftKings is their DFS scoring carries over to best ball, and that is comes in the form of those juicy bonuses that we all chase after the 300 yard passing game bonus, the hundred yard rushing game bonus, and then the hundred yard receiving game bonus plus PPR. Yep. And it's full PPR. Yeah. So all the, the scoring that we're used to playing on DraftKings directly carries over to their best ball product. Yep. Oh, one thing we didn't mention on our dog, that's 18 uh, positions. Uh, we'll touch on roster construction in a later pot. That's really important. But yeah, 20 spots here. That is huge because you could, you know, you get a lot more flexibility with your roster. Um, DraftKings, their ADP has been unaffected by this recent like AD, uh, wide receiver craze. So every draft is going to be different. One little tip I have for drafters on DraftKings. What's cool is you can look and see who's signed up for the draft. So yeah. I'm about 100 15 millimakers in and now i'm kind of like siphoning them off and what i do is when i'm looking in the lobby i'm looking for badgeless people so if i see like three or four badgeless people i'm joining that draft because i know i'm going to get some good value on there because you know DraftKings is it's a worldwide leader you know you're going to have a lot of random people in there one thing i'm going to say is be careful doing what i'm doing because last year they gave all those free tickets and there were some Mm -hmm. crazy teams i remember doing a draft and freddie swain went first and i was second so i got christian mccaffrey second and i was like yes and uh, it didn't work out but (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that is something that i wanted to talk to um obviously with DraftKings and and how they fumbled that so to speak uh pun not so intended i guess um but yeah, last year their contest did their best ball contests were not filling. They projected about uh, seven to ten days prior to first kick that their contests were not going to fill. So their solution, as opposed to rewarding the people who you know mass entered who um, have stuck by their product with overlay, was to hand out tickets to fill the contest to everyone, to anyone and everyone. They were literally handing them out. I remember and, Travis Baxton, FF Oracle. He's a really good best ball player, and he yeah. was so pissed. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's absolutely insane because now you have people who have never done a best ball draft, which is what they were – I think their intent was, was to get more people to their new product. Um, but obviously, the people who had stuck by their product, who had mass-entered, who had maxed out the $150, $20 contest, the $200 contest last year – all those were now penalized because you were getting drafts filling at the end, you know, right before the start of the season that had 11 people with no best ball experience and one guy who was getting these mega lineups. And it absolutely crushed that contest. Um, hopefully 
We're not going to see anything like that. Hopefully they learn their lesson. (laughs) Yeah, because that was probably the biggest snafu I've ever seen from a contest provider. Um, So hopefully they learn. Well, actually, I take that back. FanDuel pretty much fudged up their best ball. Uh, We could talk about that on a different day, but (laughs) that's we can talk about FanDuel on a whole separate pod. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're that's why we're not even going to talk about them. <laughs> this this pod that's about all I'm going to say with them. They obviously they had that buyout. They had all the opportunity in the world to launch their own best ball product and take the lead in the industry because there was about a an 18 month um, gap in best ball providership, and they absolutely fumbled that. Anyway, back to DraftKings. That's what happened last year. Hopefully, they learned from it this year moving forward. Um, to keep that um, you know, sense of integrity with their product. Uh, obviously, they have the largest user base in the industry, uh, but if you are launching a new product and it's more of a niche sector and an up-and-coming sector of fantasy sports, you definitely don't want to uh, continue to piss people off like that. Yeah, and then they have – so like, it's kind of like basketball too. They have that $3 contest to 20 max. Obviously, highly recommend you – do that first and then they have the 20 dollar 150 max and then they have that 555 i don't know how many max that is but you know that one's you don't want to do too much with that one because that one's not going to fill until later and then if you want to jump into that one and you know jump in with the sharks you know obviously do that but you definitely want to start with that three dollar one and the twenty dollar one i'm telling you like those drafts can be really really tasty yeah yeah for sure yeah, I'm trying to find uh, the maximum numbers of entries. I think it's like, I would say it's like 30 to 50, but I, I can't say for sure. I don't even see it. It just says no multi-entry right now. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I'll double check on that. Uh, but anyway, yeah, really not too much else to really, um, really not too much else to talk about DraftKings, we're intimately familiar with their product, their scoring, their rosters. Um, the big thing, obviously, differentiators are those bonuses that we talked about and it being a 20-person roster as opposed to 18 for underdog. Yeah. Anything else to add with uh, DraftKings? No, we'll definitely dive into deep roster construction you know, strategy when on our next pod. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the next one I want to talk about is FFPC. FFPC this year launched their first best ball product. Um, It is a large field tournament um, with, let's see, $125 buy-in. And maximum, let's see here, sorry, I'm trying to fumble through this. I've got like a million tabs pulled up. Maximum of 138 entries per player or per account. Um, with a 4,608 team uh, total tournament. The regular season, similar to these other formats, regular season is weeks 1 through 13 now, with the NFL moving to um, a 17-game league schedule. Yeah, that's a Uh, big difference. Yeah, the, the playoff bracket weeks are weeks 14 through 17. Um, and again, with the with the governing rules, um, federal and state level, all these contests have to come with a guaranteed prize pool. Uh, so that 
like Underdog, DraftKings, and FFPC. And pretty much everywhere you're going to see around the industry, they have to guarantee the prize pool. And if it doesn't fill, that's where you get that overlay potential. And I think they're only like around halfway filled with that. I saw an email recently come out on that one. Yeah, that one, uh, it's filling a little slower because I think it's the, the higher dollar um, tournament. You know, it's a, they only are offering that $125 in a tournament setting. Um, so that's going to fill a little bit slower than, you know, compared to Underdog and DraftKings where they have lower dollar buy-ins with Underdog, the $5 with DraftKings, the $20 and so on and so on. So um, that's where I think, I don't think they're going to have any problem filling that. So I wouldn't get too excited about potential overlay over there just yet. Um, obviously FFPC has a extremely high season long uh, user base um, and primarily in that high dollar setting. So I think they're going to fill that here with no problem. Yeah, and I kind of I've been drafting there a bunch, so of teams out there, and like I could just be saying this just out of feeling. I feel like the competition has been weaker there because I've seen some really, really interesting Roscoe Trusted builds there. And another like caveat is that week fourteen. So you like those week fourteen by guys, you have to be careful when you're drafting them because they're not going to help you in that first week of the playoffs. So if you win your league and go to the playoffs. And you have Miles Sanders, Will Fuller, Tua. Like, those guys are not helping you. See, there's, like, a really big strategy element to FFPC there. And you have the tight end premium. You only have yeah. – you start two running backs, two wide receivers, a flex in the tight end. So there's a lot of strategy to that site. But, yeah, I've seen some really badly built teams on there. Like, So I've been drafting there a bunch. I've been doing a lot of slow drafts. I'll hit a live draft here once in a while because – I feel like there, there's definitely like a redraft approach to that website. It's a very redraft heavy site. And I think oh, best yeah. ball being new there is kind of an edge because if you kind of know what you're doing from a roster construction perspective and like a future looking perspective, you can, I think you can definitely do well on there. It is a higher price point, so I'm not really attacking it as much, but I've done about, you know, 10, 15 builds on there and I'll probably do like about 30 on there. They're, they're fun drafts. It's a really fun place to draft. Cause it's, it is, you know, there's some really good players on there some of the rooms can be pretty sharp and it's really a good strategy, you know, game there because every draft's different with how people approach it. Yeah. Yeah. And another, you know, deviation from DraftKings, they're back on the FFPC. They're back to 18 total roster spots. Yep. Uh, you got the one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, the one tight end, and then two flex running one back flex. wide receiver or tight end. It's one uh, flex, I think. No, it's two. Oh, it is two. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. I got mixed up. Yep. Yeah, so, um, man, you got me. <laughs> you got me so amped to just jump in with some game theory stuff about the week fourteen buys. Oh my god, it's, I want to talk. about I know, so I can't bit. wait. I, <laughs> I've been. Yeah, I know. I, I'm like dying to talk about it. But yeah, we'll we'll have to hold up. But there's some yeah. fun fun strategy. Like I got Will Fuller in like a twelfth or thirteenth round in a recent draft, and I'm like, how do you let him fall? Even if with like the recent injury concern. If he gets me two or three fifties or like not even fifties, thirties, like he can, that's all I need from a 12th rounder. Like it, it's pretty, pretty nuts. What's going on on there <laughs> with the 14th yeah. round by. Yeah. We're going to dive into in-depth best ball strategy, roster construction, game theory. All of this stuff is coming soon and we're going to be recording our next pod just in about or so. Uh, look for those strategy portions and those training sessions to hit the streets here soon as well. Uh, yeah, FFPC, I've been playing there uh, for season long for, oh God, about six years now. 
um, and I love their product. Um, yeah. I, I love their support. They're always quick to um, it's solve. It's a great any, place, yeah. Yeah, they're always quick with customer support, any issues like that. Um, so I really like their product. I really like playing over there. And I am excited to be jumping into some of those uh, best ball drafts. And I know we're talking well. about best ball, but wreath draft, that football guys tournament is so fun. I did about like 15 of those last year. I had two teams in the top 30 in my first year. I like, that's pretty good. And I was really happy with that. So I'm probably going to jump in a couple of those, but if you're into redraft, that is the place you want to really play redraft. There's ultimate competition. It's so much fun. The waiver wire you get two times a week, like, if I play re- if I play redraft, because I mean I'm just such a best ball junkie now, I uh, yeah I- I'll definitely do some more. I-, I-, I for sure will do a couple of football guys. I've been waiting just to get through training camp, just for uh, you know for the redraft portion of it. But yeah, it's the best place. Yep, I'll concur with that. Anything else to add on FFPC? We covered the big things. Um, obviously, the 18 person rosters, uh, the only having to start two wide receivers each week. They offset that a little bit by offering two flex spots. Um, and the tight end premium obviously is the pretty big one. Hey, you back? Yeah, I'm back. Something just happened with my app. It crashed. Sorry that's about all right. That. You didn't miss much. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's, that'll, uh, do it. We'll see you guys later. No, I'm just kidding. Um, cool. That's FFPC covered the big stuff there. Uh, let's move over to now probably one of the, more under the radar sites, um, but they have been around for longer than any of these other best ball sites, and that's Drafters. Yeah, they're uh, they're. I got to give Drafters a huge shout out. They got me through the pandemic. Uh, I remember we were deep in the pandemic. There was nothing going on. No one had any best ball out because Draft had sold to FanDuel, and we're all dying over here. Yeah, and Draft, you know, dropped. Uh, Started off with some slow drafts. I was grinding those. I remember my uh, girlfriend was staying with me for the pandemic, and you know we were both sitting there doing drafts together. It got us through that, and then they dropped us a tournament. And you know I have a collusion. <laughs> if you met her, there's no such thing as collusion. She wants to kick my ass anytime. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, drafters is a uh, very if. One recommendation for drafters is don't draft on the app, draft on the desktop. Yeah. Um, you know, their user interface isn't the best, I'll admit, but it isn't a bad place to draft. Their drafts are usually, you know, they're not the strongest. They're full PPR, 20 rounds, and it's a full season pro uh, scoring. So there's no playoffs. It's most points. Um, the per- You know, Travis, who I just mentioned, the FF Oracle, I think he won one of the tournaments. One of my good buddies, uh, Benji, Uncle Benji, he won one of the tournaments as well. And it's, you know, full season PPR, and you just want to build the best team you can. You want to have a good floor, have a lot of upside. Um, like I said, draft on the computer. Their app is very glitchy. Like, if you're on the phone, you're, you might get auto-drafted at Cam Akers or Michael Thomas. It happened to me today. I was so mad because I've been just telling everyone, draft on your computer. And I was like sitting uh, at the dealership getting my oil changed. And I was doing a fast draft on my phone. And I got auto-drafted Michael Thomas in the third round. I was so salty. <laughs> yeah. Man, you got to mess with those pre-draft rankings, dude. 
Yeah, I definitely do. I, I, <laughs> I'm not, not going to lie. I did not do it on drafters. <laughs> yeah. And it's a little bit harder too, because a lot of these, uh, a lot of these, you want to have access to an API or have the ability to import preset rankings and drafters that you don't have that ability. So you have to actually go and manipulate it, um, which obviously takes a lot of extra time, effort, and uh, leads to you not and me not wanting to do it. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. So with drafters, you got one quarterback, two running backs, back to three wide receivers, a tight end, uh, and total of 20 roster spots like we talked about. Yeah. And again, like I said, we we'll- We've already said we'll, we'll jump into the strategy of each site. There's definitely a different way to approach drafters than most sites. So, you know, we'll definitely get into that. I Drafters is my place, you know, now that I've, like, filled up all my underdog until the puppy comes out. This is where I, you know, draft when I'm bored. You know, I have a couple minutes, or not a couple minutes, like 45 minutes to kill. I'll jump on drafters and do a draft. It's $5.55. Like, it's not going to really kill your bankroll. And it's good to, you know, just... Get a quick draft and you know it's nice to just draft. I love drafting. <laughs> just you can just call it what it is. That quick hit, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's just that quick <laughs> hit. Yeah, I'm getting my yeah. picks in. You just need a little, just a little. <laughs> uh, cool. That's really the big picture with drafters. Anything to add? There's not a lot of um, big money, big field tournaments on drafters. You're you're. Pr- it's primarily a confined league uh, app and site, which is your your drafting and playing against uh, who you, the 12 people or the 11 others that you drafted with. They do have some smaller dollar, higher entry um, contests, which is total points like we talked about earlier, but they're, they're not going to reach these prize pools, you know, that underdog DraftKings FFPC are reaching. Great place to play cash. I, uh, I don't hit cash until August because you know, cash, I want to have as much information as I can. Tournaments, I'm trying Variance. to capitalize on. Yeah, I'm trying to capitalize on all, you know, the vagueness. I got like 17% Daryl Henderson on underdog, so I am feeling good. Um, but definitely, you know, great place to play cash. They have from a dollar to $100, you know, $3 to or three man to 12 man drafts, slow, fast. They have everything for cash. They're, re- they're the best place to play cash, I will tell you. Yeah, God, dude, you're really killing me over here. You brought up game theory earlier. Now you're bringing up variance uh, indi- <laughs> indirectly. That what you were talking about is variance and how you want to manage it in a cash game setting. Yada yada yada. Sorry, I'm about a thousand words into. We're gonna be here all night, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a thousand words into my first article that's going to be dropping here in the next couple of days, exposing the fallacies of stacking in best ball and redraft. Oh God, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, first off, I'm, I talk about discussion on variance and where, how you want to manage it, leverage it, utilize it. And you just nailed indirectly my entire opening. So congrats. I'm a finance nerd. I, uh, big finance guy here and you know, you want to capitalize on variance. That's the big thing you know, we're taking like a portfolio approach to this. It's not just oh, firing shots away. Yeah. Let's I know. Go. I know. I'm just killing Let's you right go. now. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. All of that yet to come, ladies and gents. Yeah, sneak peek. Yes, sir. All right, that's Drafters. Good cash game site. Not as big, guaranteed, prize pool, massive tournaments. Uh, but uh, big things there. Full PPR, three wide receivers, draft on your desktop. Cool. 
the last one we're going to cover today from um, a kind of big picture wave tops across the industry, best ball, all that good stuff is NFC. Their big highlight tournament for best ball is the Cutline Championship. Um, this is probably one of the more unique ones across the industry. That's kind of why I wanted to leave it till last. From a roster perspective, the cut line, you got one quarterback starting spot, two running backs, three wide receivers, one tight end, a single flex, team kicker, team defense special teams. Uh-oh, now we're getting crazy. And then 16 bench spots. So lots of uh, definite differences from the rest of the industry. We're finally looking at kickers. We're looking at defenses. Uh, talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing over at NFC. Yeah, so on NFC, I play the $125 Best Ball Championship. Okay. Uh, that is the main contest I attack on there. It is a 35-round tournament. So it's yep. kind of for like savages like myself who know, you know, who the wide receiver five on the Jaguars is, you know, it's, uh, it's a really fun place. If you're really deep into the rosters, um, one of my really good buddies, Ryan, uh, FF, Ryan, FF football, Ryan B. Ryan. Yeah. A, yeah. I can't remember. I can't think Ryan. of his name right shout now. Out to yeah, Ryan. yeah. Shout out to Ryan. He got me onto that site and he killed it on there. He had, one running back, I remember, he got like a top 10 finish. I had three teams in the top 35 or four teams in the top 35. We crushed it on there because J.D. McKissick and Jeff Wilson were monsters. That is the place where you really want to take those like late flyer shots. And that's a re- I love playing on there because it's the 35-man uh, teams. You can really just like get some six stacks. I, I know I have like a bunch of like uh, Guyton – Tyron Johnson stacks in like the 30th round from this year already. And yes, Tyron sir. Johnson, if you're paying attention, shout out to the Chargers. Yeah, rocket ships for Tyron Johnson. That oh, yeah. guy is going to be a huge swing for my portfolio. I love that kid. Hey, side um, note, did you see the uh, the recent picture from camp today from my boy Quintez Cephas? Oh, yeah, the one handed catch. Oh, oh my, my he's gosh. He's like at least 23 feet in there. So he, I actually thought about you earlier today because they were saying that. Perriman and Ty- uh, Tyrell are on the outside, and Amonra St. Brown's going to be in the slot. And they're like, Cephas is with the second, third team. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But, I mean, Tyrell's probably going to get hurt in two weeks. Perriman will miss time. Cephas is going to get a shot. And as soon as he gets the shot, he's got some talent. He, he's a great late flyer. Yeah, dude. We can, we can talk for ages about Cephas. I digress. <laughs> yeah, we do love Cephas. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah it's... If you're like, to be very clear with you, you know, if you're a big team junkie and you know all like the roster spots and you know you're really, really following, this is the place for you to play. Like, this is, you know, you don't want to play here if you're struggling already to like who you're going to pick in the 18th round on underdog. You know, you really want to know deep onto the rosters. This really takes a deeper knowledge of teams to play on there and you know it's fun i mean it's a full it's the same way it's a full season cumulative but they also pay your league which is nice i think you get 800 dollars for first place on that site and you know like i said if 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 you're you know a junkie for you know just death charts and stuff play on there you'll definitely have some success because you know your 20 to 30th round pick are going to contribute if you make the right ones Yeah, so they again, NFC is a little bit more akin to FFPC with uh, 
their start basically coming in the form of um, high stakes redraft season long managed leagues. Uh, of years they've ventured uh, into the Cutline Championship, the Best Ball Draft Championship. And the Cutline Championship comes in with a $175 entry. The Best Ball Draft Championship comes in with a $150 entry. Um, another big difference with the Cutline versus the Best Ball Draft Championship. The best ball draft championship is a 12-person league, so you're drafting against 11 other closest friends, while the cut line is a 10-person league. Uh, but that's really big wave tops for NFC. Again, um, a little bit lesser known than FFPC, but along the same lines of the products and what they offer. Yeah, definitely really niche place to play. And- yeah. And it's kind of cool, like, how much best ball has grown. Because before we only had draft, and now we have all these different places to play. You know, you have – you can match to your skill level. You can match to your, like, football knowledge. You know, you you don't have to be like me where, you know, you work your 9-to-5 job. As soon as 5 o'clock hits, you're literally drafting from 5 till, like, 1 o'clock in the morning every single day. You know, find what fits your play style. You know, if you want to – if you're a novice player, go do the $3 – on DraftKings and then go play on drafters. Drafters isn't tough competition, you know, find what's your skill level and build up, you know, this is such a new space and, you know, you're getting knowledge from people who've already done this. And that's the big thing I really would caution you is know who you're getting your information from. There's boatloads of people pumping out best ball info now because best ball is growing and just know who, who's behind (laughs) that info. Like, are they people who are doing five, hundred to a thousand drafts a year or are they people who just did their first 20 drafts for the first time ever you know just filter out who you're getting your info from and that's one thing i would really caution you to because there's some pretty bad strategy info out there right now and you know we're here to steer you on the right path yes sir let's go i feel like you really want to take jabs right now dude no 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 never never (laughs) never never been one to take a jab in my life (laughs) yeah yeah. Uh, Uh, me, me either (laughs) <laughs> I got one fun thing to say. Uh, I was talking about this. I have a fun little group chat with, you know, a couple of our favorite players, you know, uh, Ryan and our uncle Benji and a couple other guys. And we are jumping back on the Albert Wilson train. He's back, baby. It's uh, time for pain one more year. He's been destroying training camp. No, nah, man, you guys all got that for me. Yeah, trust me, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan, uh, Ryan, and I have had about. I think this is year four of. The this is mega, year four. <laughs> mega, mega hyping Albert Wilson train. Albert it's Wilson a, has been my top three wide receiver for the last three years. Maybe it's a little yeah. late right now, so I don't know if he'll jump into that top. It's, uh, <laughs> but he's he he's definitely gonna be a target for me. There's some really really great late round targets and just you know let's just throw a little bit of fun in here before we jump off but yeah. there's some great late round targets there's keelan cole zach pascal i'm not zach pascal was really great before wentz but i think if wentz is really bad they'll probably trade for someone and i think pascal's got some great talent you got keelan cole late callaway randall cobb tyron johnson they're pascal or what, what's his name from uh jordan palmer from uh the charges too. There are some yeah. great late wide receiver targets, and I'm a huge, huge believer in taking those late round wide receivers for those big spike weeks. And Albert, he's the definition of that. Yeah, dude. Oh, they're they're backed up on their own too. Yeah, Albert. 
Albert time, baby. Yeah. Nine, 98 to the house. Oh my God. <laughs> he's been, he's been cooking people in practice. It, I'm, I'm so hyped. I love this dude. Dude. He's so much fun to watch. It's so much fun to study, to, to watch film on. It's insane. I love that guy. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could have a love fest in Albert Wilson. You know, yeah, yeah. no one's gonna stop us. <laughs> next, next pod is two hours on Albert Wilson. Yeah, Albert Wilson film uh, breakdown. Next pod, <laughs> be on the lookout. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dude. Yeah, so looking forward, guys. We are Pavel and I are gonna be together throughout the next about week or so. We're gonna try and pump out another three to four podcasts in that time. We're gonna start jumping into the nitty gritty. We're gonna talk about roster construction we're going to talk about um game theory we're going to talk about how you adapt your um strategy based on drafting on these different sites we're going to talk about it all and it's going to be great great fun very nice very nice uh, how much yeah man so we will look forward to chatting again pavel i will see you in about 36 hours for the next one uh, OWS fam, OWS nation, my dudes and dudettes. We will see you next time. Again, keep your eyes peeled to your inbox. Keep your eyes peeled, checking in on OWS to see when these drop, to see when new articles drop, new courses. It is coming and get ready. We are stoked. I can't, I can't wait. wait. All right, brother. Until next time. Yep. yep sounds good. good. Right, see you guys. <laughs>